4: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome
1: to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to a very special Wednesday edition of Crushed to Judgment, where we are not going to crush a film, Noel. What are we going to crush? A series. That's right. This is an ST3CTG. Whoa. You like that? Did
1: you practice that in private, in the mirror? (laughs) Well, no. In your alone times? No, I do other things in my alone times. Well, there are many things one can do in their (laughs) alone times. In front of the mirror. (laughs) Um,
3: Yeah, I'm excited, dude. All right, so uh, Stranger Things is a TV show, Noel, on Netflix. Uh, We've had um, quite a few people on this show that work on Stranger Things. We've had, uh, and, and we got called out by the Netflix PR department for having guests on to talk about their show without, and promote it. Without clearing it. Without express written permission. We've talked about that before. No need to rehash all that. But, no, I say let bygones be bygones, and we will still talk about this TV show and promote it as best we can because it's really great. And here's my deal with season three, and we'll get into it. Good, not great is my review overall.
1: Hmm, interesting. What's yours? I, I liked it a hell of a lot better than season two. See, I really was a fan of season two. It's interesting. I I I, re, I realized in watching season three that I didn't remember as much from season two as I as I would have thought. Sure, I remember lots from season one. I remember bits from season two. Uh-huh. I remember Bob, R.I.P. Bob. Yeah, I, I liked uh, Sean Aston. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I, great. But I, the the plot was a little more amorphous to me. But this one, it kind of like knew what it was doing, and it kind of like hit hit the ground running. Yeah, with the Russians, I liked it. Mm-hmm. You know. It was, yeah, it was silly, but the, the yeah. show's silly. It's a silly show.
3: I think the more I have gone over season three, the more I do like it, uh, because my problems with it can be vanquished just by saying, Chuck, just don't think about it. Just watch it. Well, yeah. Cause part of me was bugged. I was like, what the Russians, like seriously, they built a underground <laughs> research facility in Indiana and no one knows how did that happen? Well, what are the logistics like? And then I was like, dude, you can't do that with this show. No. Just exactly. go with
1: it. It, it. It's literally like the tropes are half the fun. Yeah. And the moment you start picking those apart, then it stops being fun.
3: Yeah, I mean, I will I will mention <laughs> the few problems I had. That's one problem. I thought it was – I thought they crossed the line a bit with the fan service in the 80s nostalgia trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, a, a, just a little too heavy-handed at the expense of story – Like you know, the the scene with uh, when they talked about New Coke, like the only reason they put that in there was as a just sort of like, hey, everybody, remember New Coke? Well, not only that, it was a product tie-in. They re-released New Coke. Oh no, I know. As a yeah, (laughs) in merch. Yeah, I saw New Coke T-shirts online the other day. Exactly. And it just didn't like just stuff like that. It was like, hey, let's put in a thing about New Coke. Um, Doesn't advance the
1: story at all, but you know, I don't know. That bugs me. It gave the kids a moment to talk about nerd stuff you know because i think one of the kids really liked it and the other kid didn't get it yeah and that was i don't know you didn't it bugged me it bugged you Huh.
3: but i mean that's not enough to ruin a tv season to be sure
0: apple card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card you earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase every day that's three percent on your favorite products at apple two percent on all other apple card with apple pay purchases And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch.
4: Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare-exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window...
2: Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Things I loved, Noel. I loved the, uh, I loved the shopping mall. Yeah. S- summer thing.
1: Right, which is a uh, Gwinnett Place Mall. That's right. Here in uh, in the Atlanta metro area.
3: That's right. And I texted our old friend Craig, who was on this very show, worked in the art department, uh, midway through an episode, and I was like, "Where'd you guys shoot this?" Texted it right back. Gwinnett Place, out near my mom's house. And so,
1: is that like, did they take over that mall? Is that a
3: dead mall? Like, what? Oh, it's not a dead mall. Which I thought. They did. I was like, what dead mall did they use? Right. Because uh, my first thought was uh, the the dead mall, of all dead malls, over uh, North to Cab. North to Cab. <laughs> which is, I worked at the Gap it's there like half 25 dead, years though. ago.
1: It's it's still kicking.
3: Yeah, It's half dead. It's Literally, kinda... like 50% of the stores are
1: closed. Right. And it has this weird outlet store, like, like like furniture store where everything's yeah, yeah. always <laughs> on pallets, wrapped in like <laughs> shrink wrap. It's, it's very strange. The weirdest store Yeah, in the weirdest mall. It's a very weird mall. They have a paint your own pottery place, but we digress. Malls are weird in general. Yeah, but
3: this one, like, it's worth visiting as a tourist just to see. It's also cool too
1: because you can see a blockbuster movie there for six bucks, Uh and the theater also has like more Bollywood movies than American movies because the neighborhood is is very heavily. uh, I mean, that's the closest theater to me, so I will go there. Sure. Sometimes I've I, I've been there plenty. I love. But yeah. It. Why is it so cheap? It doesn't make sense. I think it's cheaper than other AMC theaters. No, it's way cheaper. It's six dollars, like That's for, a, for an adult And a matinee is ticket. like three bucks. Yeah, it's wild. It's like the eighties. It's over not again. a dollar theater. It's not a bargain theater. No, yeah, first run. It's first run. We digress. We digress. But malls are weird. Is my point. And I think this is like. This is like the classic premium mall of the 80s that we're seeing in yeah. the show, where it's like this, you know, oh, the the, the future is here in Hawkins yeah, yeah. now, you know? The, the, and the meeting place of all meeting places exactly. for, for teenagers. Exactly, to be seen and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, they got the Jazzer size, which I didn't realize was a brand or was a store. I just thought it was like a class that you took. But well, then... it is. But they had a was branded a they had a branded storefront for it in the show. But wasn't it a Jazzercise. studio where you go? Well, no, no, no. I don't mean the store. I just mean like it was like a, you know a storefront in the mall called Jazzer Size. Oh, sure. I didn't realize that was a thing. I thought it was just a style of a popular style of you know aerobics oh, I gotcha. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was a
3: a, a formal like a uh, what would you call it? Like uh, the shit people do now.
1: Oh, like, you know, Pure Bar Array or something like that. Yeah, I like or, or what's the one where CrossFit hot, or CrossFit something or like that? CrossFit or hot yoga, but it was like very specifically branded jazzercise. Right. We're clearly two guys who uh, work out a lot. Totally. <laughs> I got my leg warmers on right
3: now. So I did love the mall experience. Uh-huh. I thought the 1985 uh, ness and the again, the summer thing, because, you know, usually it was like around Halloween mm-hmm. and um, fall creeping into winter. Right. So it was fun to see the summer and the pool scene and stuff like that. Uh, And I think they nailed it. One of the biggest things that annoyed me was the um, the 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 story. You know, they divide into three storylines, basically three different groups. That's right. That are all doing their own thing. Yep. And the group that bugged me was the one with Joyce and Hopper. Yeah. They just—I don't know, man. He Hopper bugged me this season. You told me. You said you thought he was too aggro and kind of grumpy. He was a way—I mean, I know he's sort of the grumpy sheriff, but he was, to me, far too grumpy, bordering on unlikable. Mm-hmm. And that's not Hopper. Like,
1: we like Hopper. Yeah, but he had, a, he had a bone to pick with something. Well,
3: he got initially upset because uh, Eleven and um, Mike were always kissy-facing. Well,
1: for sure, but that wasn't enough— to warrant how angry he became at, like, everything and everybody. Yeah, I agree. You know? It was a little out of character. He didn't have as much of a motivation. Because, like, you know, there were previous seasons where shit was just going wild. And yeah. he was bummed out about his daughter's death and stuff. None of that was happening for him in this one. He was literally—here's I, I, another problem I had. I had a problem with this. People literally acted like none of the events of the previous seasons had taken place. Yeah. And, you know, in, in terms of, like— being triggered by stuff, or like, like the oh, it's certainly possible that some fucking weird shit could be going on again right. because of you know the last two seasons of this show. <laughs> yeah. But Hopper's like, Joyce, you're crazy. Shut up, Joyce. There's no way. There's no way. There's some yeah. weird stuff happening here in Hawkins that right. would never happen.
3: <laughs> That's you know, true. that was a little weird. There was a lot of that. <laughs>
1: yeah, and they
3: the the whole uh, and I know what they were doing. They were sort of taking a moonlighting approach again with the '80s uh, nostalgia with their relationship, like will they or won't they? But I didn't buy it. Like, she was still so heartbroken over Bob. Right. And, like, there was no chemistry there. It seemed very forced, their will they or won't they relationship.
1: And Hopper just comes off as kind of a schlubby kind of cretin in terms of, like, you know, the way he reacts to her being late for the date and stuff. He just gets so blows up and was just a total dick. And it's like she's got no reason to give him another shot, you know? I know. I don't know. That's weird.
3: Yeah, so that storyline kind of bugged me. I will say, though— that once uh, Gelman comes on the scene, I love him. And the, uh, the Alexi, the Alexi, yeah, that it picked up a little steam there totally. because Alexi. I, I mean, we hate to see him gone. I think I think everyone
1: loved Alexi. Alexi, my kid is uh, in love with Alexi. She's like so great. She's like one like equals one slurpee for Alexi. Like. She posted like all these memes, my, dude. My kid is so into this. We watched the whole thing when it dropped, like on July fourth in a day and then we oh, we, the, we in one day. In one we we watched most of it and then we watched okay. like the last two the second mm-hmm. day. But um yeah, we we were both we were both obsessed and we watched it together and it was great.
3: So that's one storyline. Um the other storyline you have is uh Steve they pair up Steve again with Dustin and um and a new character. Yeah. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. That's right. Uh, what was her name in the in the show here? I think Robin? Robin. No. Did I make that up? Maybe. Yes, it was Robin. Um, And I thought she was really good. Great. Love me some Steve. He's my favorite character on the show.
1: He's so likable, and he was such a dick. So likable. And I think they realized that the actor, whose name escapes me right now, uh, the Duffer Brothers— Joe right. Keery. Yeah. The, the the Duffer Brothers, the creators of the show, realized he had something, and yeah. so they wrote more stuff for him. They wrote a redemption arc for him because <laughs> he was like such a fan favorite. He's so
3: funny. <clears throat> I love the one line he has in this season about his hair being his <laughs> best uh, his best feature
1: or whatever. Right. He, like he has to wear that. He has to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like he keeps getting turned down because he's like by by women at the ice cream shop because he's that like goofy outfit. He's wearing this goofy sailor outfit, yeah. and he has no real prospects for the future and he knows this, you know, but it's Oh great. man, so good. Uh I really liked your character and
3: I really think where they surprised me was uh doing the non-obvious thing and having Steve and Robin hook up by making her gay. Yeah.
1: I thought that was really get subverted a trope. It was wonderful. It was great. Because it wasn't forced at all, no. and it absolutely made sense. Yeah, and you, you, it was a, it was a twist, like where you were like, she's, she's obsessed with Steve, right? But she's actually only obsessed with Steve because the her crush is obsessed with Steve. Right? So she's like, what does he have that I don't have? And yeah. she's obsessed with him in this different way. But and they're pals, it strengthens their friendship. Yeah, though. yeah, it's yeah. a real bond between them, and they have this like where they're on truth serum or something, and they're right. like, on the bathroom floor, <laughs> and they're puking, <laughs> and that is such an awesome scene. Yeah,
3: that was good. It was just good writing. It I enjoyed their good. relationship. It was so cool. I love it. And, and at the end, um, at the end of the season, I think, when they go to the video store.
1: Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Like, he's got garbage taste. Right. But that's what makes him him, you know? know? And uh And I she really totally backs him up, and she's totally like this... That. Oh, I read something, too, and I, I, I agree. She is an example of sort of like the brother, um, Will's brother in the first season, of an 80s person that's not just a cookie-cutter 80s person. Like, she's into, like, foreign films yeah. and, like, more, like, punk-type music and yeah, stuff yeah. as opposed to, like, you know, the the, the flavor of the week kind of 80s stuff. Right. So she represents that yeah. in the same way that um, the brother did, like, in the first season.
3: Yeah, I thought she was good, man. She's a good actor. Good pedigree. Interesting look, I'm down with it. I'm down with uh, with Maya Hawk. She's a she's a
1: hawk. Got it.
3: Yeah. yeah. She had to, uh, occasionally she would turn her head, and I would be like, "Man, Uma Thurman, you can see it right there." That's so funny. I, I actually just read that a couple of days ago. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Uh, I liked Dustin again. I like Dustin again. A very lovable character. Um, he had a nice character arc, I think, with having the girlfriend. Uh, is she real or not? Uh, but I have to say, no. The part that gave everyone so many feels, uh, the never-ending story thing. You didn't like it. Well, I didn't see the never-ending story, so I had no idea what it was. And so it it was, it was lost on me, and so it seemed like it drugged on forever, and I was like a little indulgent fan service. But people, it's special to them, so I get why they did it.
1: Yeah, so the never-ending story for me was a big deal. It was a movie that kind of... Th- creeped me out when I was a kid. There's a lot of kind of, like, spooky things in it that for, like, you know, like a 10-year-old or 9-year-old or whatever mm-hmm. would have been a little bit much. Um, there's a really depressing scene where uh, there's a character named Trey who has a horse, and the horse Dies tragically, sinking into the swamps of sadness. Oh God! And it is like one of the most like oh, there's your childhood ruined for you right there. <laughs> you know, sinking into a swamp. yeah, it's literally a horse slowly sinking into this like murky, kind of toxic looking swamp as a tray, you cries and begs for him to not die. Wow! And yeah, so that was a big one. So yeah, that was that was a big movie for me, and that song is, you know, Giorgio Moroder did all the music, yeah. and it's the dude from Gugu I want to say, doing oh, the vocals, wow. L'Amel. Uh-huh. But um, it was totally indulgent, but I loved it. Yeah, I get it. It was also a big time waster. They literally were like like racing the clock, and, they're, and then they're going to sing the whole That's fucking what, song. what
3: bugged me, is it was it just went on for too long. But fine, I get it. Again, it didn't ruin anything for me. Um, and I will say that those uh, walkie-talkies they used, I had that exact walkie-talkie. Not that kind of range. So, well, no, I'm just saying nostalgia yeah. firing off, and my brain snaps. What would the range have been on
1: that model? I don't know, man. I don't remember. I mean, probably not more than 100 feet so or I'm something. So I'm saying it right? certainly seemed like they were had some magical walkie talkies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But again, you just got to suspend that disbelief, yeah, baby. Suspend everything for the show.
0: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card.
4: Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen, and it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress.
3: Uh and then you have your your third group which I guess is Nancy and Jonathan mm-hmm. uh and the whole subplot with uh
1: uh Billy. And with the
3: right which bad, ended bad up Billy. which ended up kind of
1: being a biggie. Yeah. That the the, the whole Nancy Drew, you know, crack reporter kind yeah. of thing. That was fun. Her hair was great. Her hair was great. They really nailed it. <laughs> they really did. And uh <laughs> Jonathan wasn't uh he sort of under underplayed this season. I think. He was just not in it very much. He, yeah. he was kind of a non entity. You know, he yeah. didn't, he didn't really do anything important. He just kind of backed her up, which is nice.
3: Well, what's interesting is it sort of uh, was a subversion of the uh, Bechtel test. Yeah, like he was kind of only there to assist her character. That's right. That's good. That,
1: that, that, that was smart. That's, that's, that's good. Um, actually, and, all, and
3: all the dicks. Jake
1: Busey, he was one of the dicks in her office, right? <laughs> I love him as a psychopath. You know, Yeah, he got his, though. He totally got his. Yeah, But that was the reason they hired him is so that he could be a total, you know, skulking, slack-jawed psychopath yeah. when he finally got turned into a monster. Yeah, thing, yeah. You know? For sure. Uh, what was your I,
3: opinion of just the whole... the whole... Thing though, I mean, Russians aside, the the flare or whatever. Yeah. Like, my take was like, th- I need more in season four than just another bigger monster. No, I agree. Like, they can't just get bigger monsters and expect that to be, be, be the thing.
1: Well, and also like, <clears throat> spoilers, obviously. Um, you know, they end the season. With you feeling like Hopper is dead, right? Uh, because there's this giant explosion with the uh, the Russian death ray they're using to open up the the portal, <clears throat> right? And my whole thing is like, why are they trying to open up the portal? Who the Russians? Yeah, well, we don't know. That's the whole thing. And I was talking to my friend and it was sort of like. You know, it was the Cold War. Any upper hand was the upper hand. So maybe if they could figure out a way to open the portal, they could use the things that that came out of there for their benefit. Sure. Like you have a post credit sequence where there's like those hell dogs or the demo dogs or whatever they have like obviously yeah, yeah. hung on to or uh-huh. pulled out of the portal. Um, so maybe that's it.
3: And they said whatever, <clears throat> not the American, not the
1: American. So they you know they 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 act like Hopper was just incinerated, but then they give you some hope that he wasn't. And I kind of wonder. If they reserved that in the post credit sequence to see if he was going to be a big star with the Hellboy movie. Oh, you think? It's which, like, uh, kind of uh, didn't happen. Holding on to their cards. <clears throat> well, I just wonder because, like, it's such a shit move to, like, have a fake out death like that. You know, I wonder yeah. if, like, maybe it was going to be real. And now they realize, well, actually, he'll sign on again because Hellboy tanked. Right. And the American, they're like, well, it could be Hopper or it could be. Right. You know, yeah. fuck, it could be Bob. That no, also could have been Bob. a line they folied in as opposed to, you know what I mean, <laughs> right, like easily. Like later on. <laughs> yeah, it was totally a little, like it was clearly not the point of that scene. It was like yeah. just like a little kind of like a nugget that you caught on the side. But um I thought
3: Will's, uh, it's interesting because they're all growing up, but Will just physically had the biggest leap. Totally. And growth spurt. He's not the little kid anymore. He's in that very much that awkward stage. But
1: I love the way they wrote him where he was kind of hanging on to, like, youth and, like, being, you know, a nerdy kid hanging out in the basement. It's very sweet. And then he had to, like, he kind of smashed up his fort and stuff, you know. And they even implied a little bit that he might be gay. Yeah, for sure. Which I thought was cool. Um, Because he's
3: the only one, you know, that everyone's paired off. Right. And and even – even Dustin, you mm-hmm. know, has paired off with his uh, internet girlfriend, internet ham radio <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the original internet exactly. girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he's left alone. It was. I thought it was a nice little character arc. I agree. It was good.
1: I think that was my thing overall. I thought there were lots of nice little character arcs. There was a lot of nice beefy writing in this season that yeah. really developed and did right by mm-hmm. these performances. You know, I thought it was yeah. really strong. You're right, though. I mean, maybe overall the story was a little hammy, but it was big. It was a fun, big, stupid, rollicking adventure. Yeah, it was. And uh, they have more money now
3: than ever, and it was clear it was on screen. You know, bigger, better, more. Um, So I get it. But at the same time, I was like, you know, when they were in the cabin and the mind player was sending its tentacles through the windows. Right. It's like, that thing could just smash that fucking cabin. Of course. In a second.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, I but agree. But then, then I was like, Chuck, shut up. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Stop it. Let it happen. Just let it happen. Ugh, I love Billy. He's he was great. Boy, he was really Sinister. bad in this oh, one. Oh, man,
1: yeah. He was already bad in the second season. Just, well, yeah, that's true. But then in this one, he even got – it was sort of a redemption arc, I guess, but it was like you kind of realized the shit that he went through that made him the shitty kid that he yeah. became, you know, and it was about his – being neglected and his dad yeah. leaving and all that stuff, and that was I thought that was effective. And then when he actually does get killed, you you felt something for him as opposed yeah. to him just being a mindless shell of like a villainous, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, foil, you you kind saw of, the background, you know, you know
3: and, the, and the 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 fact that he was a boy who was hurt. Right. Um. I thought the uh, I thought the relationship with Eleven and uh, Mike was very cute and sort of um, at first I was like, come on, man. Like, why did they even break up? But then I remembered back to being that age and like sometimes you would break up because like you're like the smallest little thing. Or you think your friends, your friends think you should break up. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why are you even broken up? And it's that. That age where none of it makes sense,
1: right? And especially for eleven, who's only just starting to acclimate to like life as a normal yeah. teenager or whatever, it's extra kind of poignant for her, right? Yeah, she's for sure. Way more susceptible to that stuff, but also at the same time, like, kind of comes from a different world than that. So it's interesting to see her kind of acclimate yeah. to all that stuff. And
3: well, and she was being brought along by um, uh, who was the other girl? I can never remember her name.
1: It's like a, it's like a boy's name. What is it?
3: She's really great. Yeah. She's right so good. Hand. And um, I thought that she, uh, I thought those two hooking up and, you know, boys are boys are gross. Like, boys are a waste of time. That whole, like, kind of subplot yeah. was kind of fun. <laughs> it was and fun. And realistic. It was fun. So, overall, like, I, I enjoyed it, I think. I did, too. I want more. Well, then you enjoyed it. Yeah. I want a season four. Yeah. Uh, I just, I need to see. I think they're leaving Hawkins, which I think is... A good move. I think so. If I'm not mistaken. I'm well, everyone better... moves at the end of the... Yeah, they're going to Chicago, right? Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Is that I true? I think that's the oh, okay. deal. Interesting. Is there going... To... I mean, that's what you do when you live in Indiana. Oh, I guess that's in right. Nowheresville, Indiana. That's right. You that's... moved to Chicago. Moved to Chicago, <laughs> yeah. Um, Chicagoland, USA. That's right. I, I think I do want to see a city version of this and something a little bit bigger. Well, they certainly
1: got the budge for it. But
3: who all left at the end? Was it? It was a lot. It was – but who stayed behind is what I'm trying to figure out. I don't
1: recall. It almost felt like – I mean, yeah, I don't – gosh. I think Nancy (laughs) stays behind, right? Or does she go? Shit, I don't remember now. I don't remember either. I just (laughs) know it was a big exodus. It was definitely Eleven and and, uh, Will's mom because she's living with them now.
3: Uh, Joyce's family and a powerless Eleven prepare to move out of Hawkins. Right. Uh, Mike promises Elle that she will recover her powers. Mm. And, that you know, when she gives her Hopper speech, uh, I thought that was really nice. It was very nice. It was a nice way to end the season.
1: It was nice, too, because you didn't ever see him do the full version. You just saw him kind of stumble his way. It's the speech he gives to Eleven and Mike to be like, hey, pipe down, you kids. Get a room. Yeah. Don't get a room. But, like, there's a whole part at the end where he really, like, you know, Puts it all on the table for how much he loves Eleven and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah feels very sweet.
3: Well, I think that's all I have. Yeah, same. I enjoyed it. I want more Stranger Things. I want. I don't want eight seasons though. No, I think they're gonna kill it after four. Are they? That's what I heard. Is it? Is it predetermined? I think it might be. I think that's a good idea. You know, you're on dodgy ground there with uh, kids because, you know, I don't know if anyone wants to see these kids in, in their late teens or twenties. Netflix
1: tends towards shorter series as well do they like even four seasons for a Netflix show is kind of a lot and that shows how successful this is yeah um, yeah I'm looking forward to it and I really want to see
3: what the Duffers have in store for us next Uh, this has kicked off it it had already kicked off but I think this season in particular has kicked off an 80s wave uh, because I saw the new American Horror Story have you seen the little teaser for that no it's uh, AHS 85 oh okay or 84 and um, it is a uh, summer camp slasher, like Friday the 13th. Hotties. Oh, fine, I'm into that. Yeah. Even though it's getting uh, sort of made fun of online because the teaser looked very much like Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> They're like, are we supposed to be laughing at this or scared? Yeah, but that's the thing about American Horror Story. It's so schlocky.
1: and it's, it's I only saw <clears throat> the first season
3: of that. I didn't see anything
1: else. I kind of think that's the point. It's like it's it's absurd. Yeah. It's over the top. Sometimes yeah. it's scary, but sometimes it's just like stupid.
3: Well, 80s mania is hit hard. Um, And that is why, Noel, my band, is doing an 80s new wave set at Porch Fest this year. Nice. In mid-October in our neighborhood in Atlanta. Yeah, Oakhurst, right? Yeah, I want to invite people out to that. Uh, Emily's got a keyboard, uh, bought her a keyboard. She's learning synth. And we're doing Breakfast Club and we're doing... That's amazing, I want to go. The car's just what I needed and we're doing Psycho Killer and... Uh, don't you forget about
1: me? And... I have some synths, man. I can uh, I can play some lead lines if you need me to back you guys up. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, man.
3: How many thumbs? Out of how many five? Maybe five. You know what? I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it three point seven five thumbs. Got it. I'm gonna go with a solid four thumbs.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Not bad. No, I think I think it was quite good.
3: Yeah. All right, everyone. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you thought about Stranger Things and. Uh, that's our crush to judgment.
1: See you next time. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
3: Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
4: Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.